0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is
1: Believe. Well, where do you want me to start, Lofa? You want me to start with the um, being recorded. hassle that the airport is, which everyone and their mother probably complains about this time of year, so I probably should not. It looked pretty bad. <laughs> leave that alone, maybe. Actually, you know, the flight up here, because uh, you guys know, I'm born and raised in Seattle, Edmonds, Edmonds to be exact, right? But a big-time Hollywood actor now, so live down in L.A. You know, Lofa, you know how it goes. I hear you. <laughs> up here slumming it. <laughs> had come back up to the PNW here for the holiday time. Travel is a nightmare. But worse than that, Lofa, is I brought all the podcast equipment up here. Oh, wait, hold on. Scratch that. I brought the podcast equipment not all of it because i did leave one piece back in la which caused us to have a whole problem in recording this episode you guys you know when a when a 10 cent part holds up a million dollar operation lofa
0: oh. yeah which which was it what was it <laughs>
1: <laughs> There's this tiny little adapter that I need to be able to plug in the headphones cuz we got a big professional like soundboard here. So it's got the bigger headphone jack that like a real rock and roller uh, or a studio musician or something would use, but I just got the dinky little headphone jack, so I need an adapter. It's like a $3 part. I get all the way up here, I plug everything in. Lo and behold, I don't have it. I got to go to the guitar-, guitar Center by Alderwood Mall. Shout out. They took care of me.
0: Yeah, thank What's God up? for yeah. Guitar Center, huh? Yeah,
1: and they know what they're talking about because I got all the way up to the register, you know, and the, and there's a big line. Apparently, they sent out some gift cards or something. People were all trying to redeem them. I don't know. This is not a this is not a live read for Guitar Center, but it was popping off in there. Anywho, they, they,
0: hooked, they made it possible. They made it possible,
1: man. Out. I got up there. I said to the guy, he, he was like, this is all you need is just this tiny little adapter. I said, yeah. I go, I'm just trying to plug in the headphones, and then the, the guy saved me, though, because he goes, oh, wait. This isn't what you need. <laughs> oh, now that,
0: that would have been a problem.
1: That would have been a problem. I go all the way up there. Don't even get. So he went running all the way back to the story. He comes back. He's like, this is it. It's like, thank you. Let's go. Let's go record the pod. Yeah. So uh, Cold Open today brought to you by nobody except for a story from Guitar Center. But that's not a sponsor. So, you know.
0: What was the kid's name that saved you? He saved us.
1: Cole. C-O-L-E.
0: Fucking hey, Cole. Appreciate you.
1: <laughs> Shout out to Cole. I, I doubt
0: he'll ever hear this, but I appreciate you, man.
1: Hey, you never know. He asked me what was up, and I said, we, I do a podcast for the Seahawks. And of course, he goes, oh, big Seahawk fan. I go, you know Lofa Tatupu? He goes, never heard of him. No, yeah. <laughs>
0: Depends on the age. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, he goes, Lofa? He goes, I'm a huge Lofa fan. I said, of course you are. And so, no, I told him all about the pod and everything. So, there is a chance that Cole hears this, actually. You're the real MVP,
0: call.
2: Hey, Cole. Thanks, <laughs> Cole.
1: You want to start the uh, actual episode? Hit it. <laughs>
0: Want the run uncut,
2: yeah. unapologetic from the jump, and yeah. no politics in this club, just dirt from the streets and the cliques in the twelve, best
1: podcast for the Seahawks, number one sports talk, yeah, we got it online, 12. every episode 12 hot takes, hot takes. and we for Seattle, my
0: place. 12.
1: It's the Seahawks podcast. <laughs> no, it's take 12. Uh. I used to just say the Seahawks podcast. Now I forgot the name of our show. No, it's called Take 12, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Brett. He's Lofa. Lofa's adjusting his lighting.
0: (laughs) I'm like bright orange. (laughs) I'm just trying to show you that I'm not actually bright orange. I haven't been tanning or bronzing. Trying to make
1: himself... Trying to make himself look pretty in the uh, Wiener Schnitzel digital studio. Shout out to our sponsor, Wiener Schnitzel, everybody. Two locations in Western Washington, Everett and Fife. Go on up there. Let them know Lofa and I sent you. Let them know the Take 12 podcast sent you. Get some delicious cheese, uh, well, chili cheese dogs, uh, hamburgers, cheeseburgers, uh, frozen, frozen treats such as root beer floats. Ice creams, dipped root beer cones, also tamale season wrapping up at Wiener Schnitzel. So go on in, let them know we sent you. Do something different for lunch. Also, Lofa, time to check in on our first annual Toys and Wieners. No, Wieners and Toys. <laughs> don't don't say it reversed. Toys and yeah. Wieners, it doesn't sound right. <laughs> It was the first annual Wieners and Toys, everybody. We were doing a toy drive at both Wiener Schnitzel locations, and it went very well. Thank you to every one of you who brought in an unwrapped toy and donated it. We uh, donated all of those to Treehouse. Lofa, you were down there taking all of the gifts to Treehouse. How'd it go?
0: Yeah, it was, uh, you know, thank you, everybody, first of all. Uh, everybody that supported showed up, brought a toy, uh, came to Wiener Schnitzel. And especially Dom and Allison, mm-hmm. um, who they brought both their SUVs over, met me and my son Kai, and then we unloaded two truckfuls of toys to Treehouse, and Treehouse was super uh, grateful and appreciative. So, um, yeah, anytime you can do something like that, man, do it.
1: Yeah, man. I mean, the whole team over there at Wiener Schnitzel, everybody at Treehouse, also. Big ups to your son, Kai, man. He's been helping out with a lot of these different things and coming to the charity stuff or helping out and um, just kind of around the community and everything. I, I, obviously it's important for you to involve him with that. And I just want to say thank you from me to him for helping out with all of it.
0: Yeah. I appreciate that. I, I mean, this is something that my dad did for me and with me, mm. you know? And so mm. hoping that I build that connection between me and him the way my dad did. Um, so it's why, You know, my dad's been gone for like 12 years now, but I feel like I'm still connected to him because, you know, he lived a life of purpose and I'm just trying to do the same.
1: Mm, I love it, man. Well, two full SUVs worth of toys were donated to Treehouse. So thank you to everybody out there who donated and big time shout out to Wiener Schnitzel uh, for their support in all of and getting this thing off the ground for the first year. Lofa. uh Okay, so I always say speaking of. So how about this? Uh, Speaking of getting off the ground, how about not getting off the ground? I mean, we were kind of joking on our last episode in the preview for the Chiefs game about how much we were going to lose by, and I was, of course, hoping that that didn't end up happening or coming to fruition. At the end of the day, the final score wasn't too terribly ugly, 24-10. to uh, But if you watched the game, I mean, the Seahawks, they really... Didn't show up for the first quarter, kind of got their first first down in the second quarter. It was pretty ugly there in Kansas City in an extremely cold weather game. But um, we needed that one. We didn't get that one. The Kansas City Chiefs do what the Kansas City Chiefs do, especially on their home field. Uh, How do you feel?
0: Where should we start? (laughs) Getting off the ground. At least the ground game got going. Okay,
1: yeah, I mean, we could start with the ground game 21 carries, I think, or no, 26 26. carries, yeah, 26 26, carries for K9, 107, 4.1 per. But I I mean, a lot of just a lot of no gain ones. I mean, the the volume was there, 26, the yards eventually got there. I'd like to see not as many carries for that many yards, you know what I mean? Like, he was getting stuff. 4-1
0: Four one average, chief. I, yeah, but
1: what about the what about when they ran though? Because that's what a lot of Seahawks fans are talking well, about. It's like, yes, the running game might have gotten on track a little bit statistically when you look back at it, but when you watch the game, it sure seemed like everything was kind of happening at the wrong time, and no, the whole thing was discombobulated. You
0: know, I was impressed. I you really were? was. Second half is when it got going. All he had seven, 17 of the 26 in the second half. Mm-hmm. I think he had it for right, you know, like you're saying, probably like, I think it was 70 or 80 of those yards in the second half. Right. But, you know, we warmed down. We really did. that. Their defense was on the field, you know, a long time. I think the time of possession, he's even swayed into our favor for, our, which that's rare. Wow. I yeah. If, I don't, what is, yeah, 35 24. I don't think we've held the ball that, that long. Um, but it was, it was the style of runs, I mean, that were successful, hitting the outside perimeter, the outside zones. And so, like, I just – I knew when we came back with, like, an inside zone, but those were the plays that were just getting stuffed, right? Like, can I getting hit in the backfield? Yeah, running
1: just, into his own guys even. I mean, guys yeah. were getting pushed back uh, into him.
0: Yeah, and so, I mean, I, th- I think, you know, as a former coach, you, know, you go back and look at it, like, all right, I mean, we're just not a great – inside or really even a zone blocking we have big strong guys that can move but the zone you have to work together so well like okay we go we both have this guy as soon as I feel that you haven't captured I'm going up to the linebacker like there's a timing mechanism that it's it's you got to get a lot of chemistry and trust down to run the way we want to run it and so you know I don't where, where are all the powers and the counters and like just the the gap we're pulling a guy and making the defense, you know, kind of putting them on their heels because you have to be gap sound when those runs come out. I just want to see that happen, but I'm not complaining with what we did. I mean, you look at the yards. If you didn't know the score, you'd be like, all right, the Seahawks. I mean, if they didn't win, they lost by a last second field goal. Mm -hmm. And it was just, it was kind of a, an ugly game, but, um, offensively we, we had to, I don't know, like, Go no, t- go no huddle when things stall. Do something different, right? Yeah,
1: they got to switch it up. Well, that's what I mean. I mean, it was it was a strange game for me to watch. Maybe just because it was Christmas Eve and I had presents to wrap and other things to do. Or my mind was a million other places. I mean, I, I think I texted you. Like, when, when the game was over, it felt like the game hadn't even really begun yet. It just sort of happened in front of me and was, yeah. was over before I even knew it. I, like you said... You check out the statistics. The Seahawks, they beat them in total yards. They only, uh, only passing yards, only, only, uh, 20 yards less than the Chiefs. Rushing yards, 133 to 77. It's one of those weird things in the NFL where you sort of have your way statistically by the time the game is done. But, you know, score-wise, it doesn't end up in our favor. Because this is the thing, Lofa, like, zero points in the first quarter. Three points in the second yeah. quarter, zero points in the third quarter, and then you get the seven in the fourth quarter. I mean, is it, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I throw the ball deep. I I don't know. You got to take a shot. Bootleg yeah. Gino a little bit, get him out. I mean,
0: okay. Look, yeah, there's no excuses, and like you say, no moral victories in the NFL, right? We were very severely undermanned here. That's I true. Mean, missing like six starters. Let's just let's be I'm a realist. All right. We're missing like six starters. Our uh, one of our top receivers, Lockett, who hopefully comes back for this game because yeah. this one coming up is gonna be huge. Um, you know, two of our interior defensive linemen. They didn't have a good they didn't have a successful running game against us, which I was surprised because that kid Pacheco is a beast. Yeah. Um, and everybody else has been running on us. So I mean maybe we're fixing something there um yeah i I, i'm proud of the way the boys fought man they they played their asses off guys that you know we hadn't seen before just out there making big hits and Mm -hmm. you know so it's um it's gonna be tough but it is possible and i'm not just blowing smoke here man (laughs) you know We'll go we'll get to that not next just, game. No, no,
1: no. Let's go. Let's go. Let's do Mr. You Bryce. Yeah, let's go. Silver lining. Come on. Tell me that the season's not over. Tell me that there's still a chance. Well,
0: <laughs> there is. Because every asshole that we needed to lose lost. Yeah. That, I feel like we're back in 2010, my last year. <laughs> <laughs> and Ken, Norton, Ken Norton literally said, he goes, I don't believe it, man. Everybody that we needed to lose for us to even think about the playoffs and he didn't even want to say the word playoff. He was like, ah, he's, <laughs>
1: for us to think about the
0: p- 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 like, postseason." Uh, <laughs> yeah. He goes, every single one of them lost, just like I'm saying right now. And so I, I don't know the football gods are just shining down on this team, but there's still a chance,
1: man. <laughs> the, the NFL is weird. Is it just the 18 game season now or, 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 or sorry, 17, how many? Yeah. 17, 17. games. Yeah. Something's up because as I look up at the standings and I'm watching other games and they put up the sort of like who's in right now, who's in the hunt, who's whatever, all of the teams, both both uh, conferences, the teams that are in the hunt, the teams that are the wild card teams, they all have pretty mediocre to bad records right now and that is the only saving grace for our Seahawks.
0: The four and eight Panthers that we lost to just a couple of weeks ago, if they win their last two games, they win the South outright. How crazy is that? <laughs> it's, that's I mean
1: I mean, even producer Katie knows how crazy that is. You can hear. Her. It's insane. I, I heard, what I the hell? The she doesn't know yes. shit about football. <laughs>
0: but it, but that's insane,
1: right? Um it is and they insane. go and shock the Lions,
0: right? The Lions, one of the hottest teams on a six-game win streak, go in there and they got their asses kicked. Oh yeah. Like they're just straight up punked. Yeah. Dude it was bad.
1: Well, but but if we would have taken care of business against the NFC South this season like we should have, the Seahawks might be what, 10 and 4 or something like if, that.
0: If we just win one of those, we're we're still at a winning record or a, a 500 record, right? If if we win two of those, we're at a winning record. Yeah. Um but, you know, you can't live in the past. And I mean, we're, you know, we're eyes down, focused on this game of hand, you know, next week. But um, as far yeah, you just got to close the book on this. Like you watch the film. Yeah. Like, but they're, like they're doing today. And, but the whole and everything I'm hearing from Pete's, you know, um, his post game presser and some of the other guys like Quandre, like, Hey man, you know, we, we came out, we fought some good things to, to lean on from this um, stopping the run game, getting our run game going. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's some positive take out of it because, we have everything in front of us right now with these last two games and really just this next game. And i want to talk about the Rams. It comes down to this game.
1: Yeah. Well, and also you could say, uh, you could also say the chiefs are one of the obviously top teams in the NFL and you played them tough, like loaf is saying. And, and, and so that maybe that is, there is a bit of a moral victory as you go into the playoffs, because at least you can say, Hey, this wasn't, this wasn't the Carolina Panthers. I mean, you just said they might be a playoff team, so I'm not trying to knock them too hard. But this is the Kansas City Chiefs. And you kinda of hung with them. It was on the road. It was a tough game. Cold weather, all that. Yeah. Maybe we'll take a little bit of a moral victory, even though I'm still kind of upset about this one. Because the thing that has me confused is I, I don't know where do we where we really turn to look for answers. Like you said, we got some guys out. Okay, fine. Like just them coming back doesn't necessarily write the ship, you know, right away. And and the thing that has me scratching my head is that as you look at the numbers, as you watch the game, as you kind of think about this team right now, statistically, I mean I, I was even just talking to my dad out in the living room about this cuz we're we're talking about Gino, right? I mean, it's 25 of 42, 15 a touch. He's got the one pick, but I mean, Gino solid again. Wouldn't you agree, Lofa? I mean, it's not like you yeah. can say, "Hey, let's let's change the quarterback let's you know flip these no. guys around flip those guys around it's like the, these are the guys you got they're playing hard they're not necessarily the cause of the loss you just kind of have to stick with what you got don't you
0: yeah absolutely there's no good reason to panic or um just you know gotta we, we're finishing games pretty strong you know with the exception of one play against the raiders the last play right <laughs> like we, we we've been battling teams and like it's just um you know we have to be more opportunistic And when I say that, um, you know, we – there's no margin for error with all these guys out. Like, there can't be a drop ball. There cannot be turnovers. We must get turnovers. And this is the difference in winning and losing in the NFL, especially when you're going against a team like the Chiefs. But, you know, all these other teams that we should have beaten, they took advantage of and executed on the situation, whether it was, you know, an interception, a forced fumble, um, just making a tackle – in space when there's nobody else around i mean you just got to make that tackle whatever it takes mm-hmm. and so um you know we just haven't been on the right side of those things but you still have an opportunity and i think that's really what's most exciting you know as a competitor you know um when i think about it just fuck man i got one more chance yeah i, I got one more chance and like that's what's going to be driving them this whole week yeah it like hey fellas like this this is fucking it and you know don't even i don't even want to hear anybody talk about the fucking Rams. I don't want it. Let's let's go yeah. Head down and grind right now and get this one.
1: Yeah. Uh, I could complain about the referees if you want. How about the sequence early in the game? Now I know you got the rest of the game to play after this happened, but early in the game, an important sequence is that BS piece of S more ways. I could use S if you want to set this thing up call by the referees on Blythe, the center that weird false start. It was a third oh, down yeah. for the Seahawks. Important drive. It's only seven to nothing at that point. We get the ball back. We need to finally do something. If they call that the other way, which it should have gone the other way because Blythe didn't do anything wrong. It's it's a third and one because they call it on Did us. I? It backs us up third and eleven. You know we have to punt. They end up scoring. I think on the next drive the game sort of turns there. Um, what like that was one of those that I, I mean. I haven't seen that in the NFL in a long time. They're in, like I, three of their guys ran seen, across the line and they just, I've never seen that. I've I don't, never The seen referees it. didn't know what to do. So they just call the one on the offense, but
0: <laughs> no with that. Okay. So what we're talking about is a sequencing. So the center, when you go to play, uh, you know, on the road offense, have a hard time hearing. So you go on a silent count. That's why you see the guard looking back tapping. And then his arm goes forward. And then the center, usually they'll duck their head down, pick it back up. That's like, let them know. All right. Once my head comes back up, that ball's gone. Well,
1: he's looking for where the quarterback is between his legs, kind of no, right? No, it's, it's
0: re- literally just a cue. So all peripherally, all the guards and tackles, they see that. that oh, like okay. Guard, guard goes with his hand. Like That's how we've been using it right now. Guard goes like that. So everybody sees that arm go forward. Mm-hmm. And now the center, it's on him. As soon as he ducks his head down and picks it up, and this is why three of their guys was offsides, were offsides, because as soon as he picked it up, he didn't snap it right away. It was yeah. you know shortly after, but they were already crossed the line. That is a foul on them. Yeah. Because none of our guys moved. I yeah. just so. but that's that's why centers they do that. They used they used to do like the what was it, the Broncos, the Falcons. They used to do the 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 head roll, like look right, and then as soon as they go left, like they're they kind you know,
1: of have a visual that's their cue.
0: Yeah, that's their cue to like hmm. so so no one jumps offside. So no one so like and when they replayed it, even Blythe went to look at it, he talked to the ref, he's like, whoa. You know, what do you want me to do? This is, yeah. our, this is how, well, and this then, how everybody deals with noise.
1: Well, to throw even more frustration on top of it was after the call was made and then they back us up five yards, we go out to play the very next play. Gino gets in shotgun. Blythe does the exact same sequence he did on the play before. And of course, there was no offsides called on that one. Uh, but it, it, like he literally, it looked like a picture of the play before it, and, and, and
0: it's the same thing.
1: I it's mean, frustrating, yeah.
0: That's the sequencing for dealing with noise. That
1: was that was such a such a such a call that goes against the Seahawks all the time. I swear, I've rooted for this team my entire life. Those are the kinds of calls that go against us, the most annoying ones of them all. <sighs> there's no justice producer Katie there is no justice that I'm telling you that was that was so hard to stomach because as, as a lifelong Seahawks fan you just know what's coming right after that like we get screwed by the refs and then you know that the other team's gonna find some way to take advantage of it and and they sure did that was that was pretty frustrating um let's flip the sides of the ball for the Seahawks let's talk a little defense because like you said run defense got shirred up we were talking about the linebackers after the last game but uh like you're saying they had a better game huh?
0: Yeah, I mean, all around. I i actually, you know, this would have been a more lopsided game if Andy Reid and the boys actually just decided to run the ball. I mean, mm. but they got – you got a quarterback you're paying, you know, the big bucks to, and so, you know, everybody wants to see him throw, right? Um, I, I will just say the run game hasn't put asses in the seats in Kansas City in the last few years. I'll say that. <laughs> but – but – you got a guy like Pacheco who could take it the distance. Yeah. Why is he only getting 14 carries? They were doing damage on us early. And then, like, just drove right down the field. Most of it was run game. And then they came back and they just threw it, like, 30 straight times. And mm. I was like, all right, well, thank you. Like, because our past defense has actually been our strength right now. So, you know, again, this is kind of like when we had those rough couple games out the gate against the run and then just a couple teams decided not to run on us. I don't know why.
1: Yeah. But
0: I, I don't feel like, oh, we fixed the run game. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, no, I know what you mean. It's it's more uh they just sort of uh, got away from what they were doing and so we'll yeah, we'll take it. They
0: forgot. Um, they forgot that we can't stop the
1: run. Ryan Neal was out for the game. That was a that was a big piece to be missing. Um, you know, okay. credit to whoever I can't even remember who was filling and they uh, pre- performed admirably and tried really hard, but Ryan Neal, I mean, missed him on the back end.
0: Yeah, I think it was was I think Tabor was in there a little bit mm-hmm. and Tabor. then um That's who right. else? I thought, Abram might have been in there a couple times. Yeah. Uh, you know, so, yeah. I mean, not going to say we didn't miss a beat. You know, who knows? You, he always comes up with a big hit or a big play. And so, yeah, it was tough to not have him out there. Um, hopefully he gets back to this next game because it's a big one.
1: Yeah, this next one is a big one. And it's in Seattle. Big time home game. I mean, like Lofa said, we could still make the playoffs here. So you 12s out there better not be selling your seats. Or, or if you are, I mean, well... You know no. where to sell them. We'll talk about that in a second, yeah. but make sure you're not selling them to Jets fans, all right? Let's sell them to Seahawks <laughs> fans, True Blue 12s that want to go to the game. If you are selling them, make sure you use our sponsor, EpicSeats.com. It's a local Seattle company, uh, You know, started and founded by these guys that went to the u so they're local and they know what they're doing up here. It's EpicSeats.com. You can sell your seats with them or you can buy tickets from them. Uh, either way, whether you're selling or buying, use our promo code or mention take 12 it's the code is take 12 or you mention us you get an extra 12 dollars when you're selling or you take 12 percent off when you buy a hundred dollars worth of tickets uh katie what do do we need to check in no that that score prediction is the simply seattle huh we're not checking in yeah, on okay. epic seats yes. okay all right but we sent people to the game didn't we in Kansas City? Uh,
2: nobody in Kansas City uh, applied, but no. people should apply for this Jets game, and they can apply by really? emailing seahawkspod at gmail.com.
1: Okay, yeah, you hear that? You want to go to the oh. Jets game? Let us know, seahawkspod at gmail.com. Lofa, you want to throw us a movie quote for old time's sake? Oh. <laughs> can I put you on the spot? Um... <laughs> That means nothing? Uh, Maybe you guys just email us. We'll put everybody's name in the pot to win the tickets. But just for fun, I didn't know if you had anything. Maybe over the all-holiday break time, you've been watching uh, some holiday uh, movies or anything I like have, that?
0: Yeah? I have. Um can always go, welcome to the party, pal. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's always a, a favorite. Oh, I got one for you. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> there was a the sound of a tour chest falling down the stairs. <laughs>
1: There you go. Just for fun, if you want to tell us what movie and uh, everything that surrounds that, you can at SeahawksPod at gmail.com. But if you just want to win the tickets to the Seahawks Jets game at Lumen Field, just let us know that you want us to put you in the running. Email us, SeahawksPod at gmail.com. Producer Katie will throw your name in the hat, and we'll draw out uh, a lucky winner to go to that Jets Seahawks game, courtesy of our sponsor, EpicSeats.com. From one sponsor to the other, did anyone win the score prediction, Producer Katie?
2: Yes, they did. Uh, we had nope. someone named Joshua, um, and I just really appreciate his uh, uh, Twitter banner is the End This Fucking Drought CS rise, 2022 So he's Mariners and a Ooh. Seahawks fan yeah. and a PNW and w fan. <laughs>
1: Good. So All right. Him. Wait, did he nail the score prediction right on or just get close?
2: No, nobody so far this season, nobody has got it right on. No.
1: You know, still ever. nobody in the history of this podcast has ever named or sorry, ever nailed the score prediction. I think we should up the prize next season.
0: I did. Ooh. I can't win it. I did before we gave up that uh
1: that last touchdown to the Raiders to go. Oh, the okay. Time. All right.
0: I had it 34-27 or whatever the hell it was. Oh. Yeah,
1: nobody has ever got it right on. I think maybe next season we put up a little cash money and like get something fun going where the more, you know, the more people don't nail it, we keep upping it or something because this thing is harder to nail than I ever thought it would be when we started doing this way back in the day.
0: I thought someone would, you know, we've had people get close totally point or two. Yeah.
1: Like, like- We've been doing it for two seasons now. Nobody on the internet has ever nailed it right on. Um, You guys can enter the score prediction challenge for the Jets game this weekend on our social media. It's at Seahawks pod. Just tell us what you think the final score will be. Um, That's not
2: the social media, Brett. It's at take 12 pod.
1: Whatever. Sorry. Maybe we should have Katie do our reads from now on. Bro, I just got back from Guitar Center. I'm not even, I mean, I was talking I'm so to Cole. i
2: man. I don't know what your excuse is. I've been day drinking all day.
1: Whoa. I actually
0: didn't catch
1: that one. Alright, we're on social media. It's at Take12Pod. Um, you guys enter the score prediction challenge. Let us know what you think the score will be. If you get close, you get a $25 gift card to Simply Seattle. If you nail it, you get a $50 gift card. Um, well, anyone who gets close or nails it, we throw your names in and we'll pull one out. You know, you know what I mean, um, it's a good time over there. <laughs> enter it. Try to win it. Nobody's ever won it, ever. Uh, mostly because everybody always predicts Seahawks wins. Nobody ever tells us that the Seahawks are going to lose over there. It's all a bunch of we've, Seahawks homers.
0: Now, we've had some go against the grain on us. Yeah. I give them hell. But.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, the vast majority is Seahawks homers over there. But anyway, go ahead and enter the score prediction challenge, everybody, and, and let us know what you think. Lofa, um, I don't want to look forward to the next game because we have our preview episode coming up, you know, later in the week with the Jets here. But as we as we look around the league a little bit and what happened this weekend, if we shift gears a little away from our Seahawks, we all know what happened there. Let's look around the league a little bit. Uh, Did you see Bobby Wagner intercept Russell Wilson?
0: I man, I've seen that play like 100 times in practice, which no one ever talks about it. I've seen it in the Super Bowl against Tom Brady. I've seen it against the Niners where he went 90 yards. I've seen it uh, against Carolina where he he tipped it and then snatched the ball from the, the tight end. Mm-hmm. I've seen that play a million times, damn near. But it was, I mean, I know Bobby was telling Russ, he's like, I'm going to get one. And mm-hmm. it was like like what I saw in practice. Mm-hmm. Bobby would always, he baked quarterbacks. And like, I don't know that why they don't think that he can get there. He, he was like two yards from him. And probably is the longest arms I've ever seen for a Mike linebacker. So it was nothing for him to reach across and grab that. But I was like, as I was watching, I was like, oh, he better not throw that. He did. And then he, he got a sack on him. But then also when Russ scrambled, Russ was about to pitch one. And Bobby took two steps out towards the guy. And Russ saw that and was like, oh, shit, I just better eat this. Yeah, And he, oh. took, he took the sack. But, like, that was going to be a house call, too. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah, Bobby bite his ass off, man. Yeah,
1: Bobby knows knows Russ for sure. It was the first time they've uh, squared off against each other on opposite sides of the ball as the Rams took on the Broncos, and that was kind of an interesting moment, especially from a Seahawks fan perspective. Uh, also, and this is not piling on or anything. I would be saying this no matter which team was going through this. The biggest headline in the NFL today as we're recording is Hackett is out as the head coach in Denver. I kind of, I mean... Who didn't see that coming? You know what I mean. Uh, but yeah. they 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 made the move this morning, so someone new will be coming in for Russ and the Broncos there. And there was another dust up on the sideline, but that would seem like I'm piling on if I brought that up. So,
0: no, I don't. I really want to know what that was about because mm. um, it was between the backup, right? Yeah, and Rip the, and the backup
1: quarterback, and he was going after the O line, or they were. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. He well, Lofa, you can you can speak to this as the the former player obviously. That the the spots on the bench, like each kind of position group or the offense defense for sure, everybody kind of has their own area, right? And mm-hmm. if the backup quarterback was walking into the linebacker area to tell you guys something, I mean, would that have gone very well back in the day?
0: I mean, not unless you're going to tell me the play. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know.
1: Yeah, I don't think the O-line took too kindly to the backup queue walking into their huddle.
0: You got some intel that we should hear about, then yeah, but if Eh. you're going to just tell us to do our job, kick rocks, homie.
1: Well, there was a video, you know, okay, fine. The the video was out there. People might have seen it at this point, but there was a play where Russ got thrown down and the O-line was not very quick to run over and help him up off the ground. And maybe that's what Rippin was upset about. On the sideline, maybe line. maybe he's saying like, "Hey, come on, go go help up yeah. our our guy." You know, I yeah. don't know. Whatever the case is, it's 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 going crazy there in Denver, and we'll keep watching it.
0: Yeah, dude, I don't. I mean, what, what's our pick now? Because I mean, the Rams just did us a favor. Um, <laughs> like as much as we don't like the Rams, they did us a favor there.
1: It's still so the third. Way. I think it's still the third pick if the draft was to happen yeah. today. You need Houston and uh, Chicago to win. Here yeah. in the last couple of weeks. Uh, so we'll see what happens there. But yeah, third pick still right now. Okay. Yeah. I mean, mm. wow. uh, what about can, can those Rams I, can though? I, jump in? Just, yeah. I would just yeah. want to
2: jump in really what fast. Go oh, ahead. Yeah, jump in. Go. I'm talking to my cousin today who is a um, Broncos. Season
1: turn your camera on. Yeah, turn your camera oh. on if you're going to. For all gonna, our uh, Patreon viewers. Yeah. Okay. There you so,
2: go. so my cousin is a Broncos season ticket holder. And Uh, I was, I I don't mean to pile on, but I definitely do. We were talking about Russ today and, uh, and he just was like, I can't, I can't stand the guy. And I don't know anything about Seattle. And I just want Seattle to have a really good pick because I don't know what happens, but I just know that Seattle benefits. And I know that there's no help saving us and there's no hope for us. So I just want Seattle to do really great. (laughs) And it's just really like, he grew up in Colorado. I grew up in Colorado. We should be Broncos fans, but like, it's just, it's so, hard to root for this team right now from a Broncos perspective. And they just like, honestly, they, they're rooting for Seattle. So good for us.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Broncos fans are the weirdest fans I've ever encountered ever. Like, I mean, Lofa, like preseason, they were all telling us what we should and shouldn't do in regards to Russ. They were all like, they had his back completely. Then they started booing him almost before we ever did. And then, and then, you know, and now I don't know. They're all over the map with their stuff. They're rooting for us. I can tell you as a Seahawks fan, I'd never root for another team. I don't care what happens. Yeah, the air must be pretty thin <laughs> up there at Mile High. I don't know what they're thinking.
2: Well, I, I'll, I'll take the support. I'll take the support from Colorado. I'll take the support from Seattle. I'll take it however we get it.
1: Oh, weird. All right. Weird Broncos fans. What? Don't root for us. We don't need you rooting for us. <laughs> I don't know why, but I don't want them rooting for us.
2: Why? Stop. Why? <laughs> no. What are you doing? Yeah, just go kidding. root for
1: your own team. Don't root for my team. You got your own team. <laughs> Um, what else, Lofa? What else did you see from around the league? Anything that popped up to you this weekend um, as you were watching games?
0: Man, Philly is tough. Yeah. You know, they they didn't have Hurts. With Hurts, I think they win that game easily. No offense to Mench. Love Minchu. Yeah. Love the Mench. Um, but um yeah, I thought he actually did a great job stepping in and then playing well, but you know, they lost, you know, at the very end. It was a great game. It was entertaining. Um, those two tough teams right there. What else did I see? I don't know what are the games you watch.
1: Well, I I mean I watched a lot of them. <laughs> all right. Well, this is the question that's rolling around in my brain, but I don't really know if I'm forming formulating it the right way. So let me let's just try to go for this here. And I I swear I'm not piling on by any means. I know we've all said that already, but the, as I was watching everything this weekend and and especially because it was Broncos, Rams, and all that, and seeing what happened with the Seahawks and what happened this whole season and everything and. I'm not a trained radio professional, like I said, so I don't really know how to put this thing together. I'm not trying to throw shade on our current Seahawks or any of the guys on the team or anything, but as I was watching all the NFL this last weekend, I was thinking, what would this team be doing right now with Bobby and Russ still on it? And I know that's like not what was going to happen contractually and there were all kinds of different things behind the scenes, but do you think it would be different and how so? Um,
0: if they were both on it or... or one
1: or the other, I mean, because, you know, it's, we see what's happening with Russ in Denver. So we'll get your thoughts there. Yeah. You see what's happening with, with Bobby in LA, because look at the LA's record and what LA, I mean, yeah. LA's not going anywhere. I'm sure Bobby went there yeah. thinking, Hey man, we'll chase another ring down here. Yeah. Um, but those are two teams that are obviously struggling that have our former captains on them. And I'm just kind of oh, yeah. wondering what would have happened.
0: Let me start with mind. Russ. If he's still here, mm-hmm. I don't think we see any growth that we've seen from our offense, um, you know, with with mm. the two rookies. Because, um, you know, he's still holding on to the ball, yeah. you know, a long time. Even on quick game, it's where the ball must come out. It's like, hey, one, one two, three, that ball, that, that back foot hits, the ball out. I don't care if you throw it the ground at somebody's feet just to not get the sack. These are little things that, like, year 10, you should have – like yeah. memory. And,
1: and that was frustrating everybody already in, in his last yeah. few seasons here. So,
0: well, yeah. And so I don't know if Kenneth Walker ever gets more than 15 carries in a game. Okay. You know, these are just things that like, because we were built around Russ. Right. That's why everybody thought we would just crumble. Right. But just to be honest, that's why everybody's like, Oh no, Russ, they're not going to win shit. Mm-hmm. That, that's what everybody was saying before the season. Mm-hmm. Um, So I don't think, you know, we, we win a few extra games if we take Gino out and put him in, because I don't know if he plays better than Gino this year. Gino's had a great year. I agree with you on this one. Yeah. I mean, just look at their, both of their bodies of work statistically. I mean, Gino's in the pro bowl. Right. That means something. Yeah. Um, so, but with Bobby here or even KJ for that matter, if either one of those guys is in that linebacker room, I promise you, we win two or three more games. I promise you, we don't get swept by the AFC South or NFC South. Mm -hmm. Like, and all of a sudden, you know, I'm talking two or three different in games. You have ten wins already. Yeah, and and that that's real. I mean, if Bobby wasn't in LA right now, I bet you they got one win. Like, I bet you he contributed two or three wins for them. Wow,
1: wow, yeah. All right. Well, we we agree on that. I'm glad. I'm glad I asked yeah. <laughs> to figure that out that, that was what was them. bugging me all weekend. Was just like, man, just one of these. Just and yeah.
0: Yeah. No, I mean, of course, you know, you always think, well, what if, you know, but um, I, I truly believe that we would not have grown as a, as a team the way they have this year, which this is like the year after I left um, where it was like, you know, some highs, some lows, very little consistency, but, (laughs) but then with the draft, they got more and more picks and more Mm -hmm. like 2010 established, you know, Two of the four members of the Legion of Boom, Golden Tate, uh, Russell Okung. I mean, it was just insane. Mm -hmm. And then they followed up in 11 and 12. And so this draft right now is arguably going to be one of the best. And it's going to be the foundation going forward where next year's is going to be insane, I promise you. And then the one after. And now you have three years of guys that are under contract for another two. They've been playing together for two to three years. And now rookies, they're not forced to come into play right away. But if they're good enough, they will. It's going to be exciting around here. I promise you that.
1: All right, I'm in. I'm in. Strap me in. Buckle me up. I'm
0: not putting I'll go, putting you I'll in go down that
1: road. <laughs> that sounds good to me. I think if they got a lot to play for in these last two weeks. Obviously, got to make the playoffs. Want to make the playoffs? Wouldn't that be fun? We would all love that. <laughs> yeah. But beyond that, like you just said, they're playing for the future of the franchise also and, and their own futures on this team probably these last few weeks and so let's go let's see that Seahawk fire that we're all used to start with this weekend I guess the Jets you know Saul is gonna want to run the ball a little bit play some tough defense yeah who's gonna be Sala. playing quarterback for them wait don't tell me <laughs> you'll come back and hear that save it for the preview yeah because you want to talk about a team with some some turmoil or some like some weird stuff going on, like especially a quarterback. Well, pretty much exclusively a quarterback with them. Yeah, what the hell's going on over there? Maybe it'll be Flacco. No,
0: <laughs> I hope not. Because no one hell will just come in and throw for four hundred yards and three touchdowns.
1: Like, <laughs> oh man, we'll see what happens. It's going to be a cold one this weekend, but we're not talking about that right now. We'll talk about that on the next episode. Shout out to our sponsors, Wiener Schnitzel, Epicseats.com, oh, Simply Seattle. Ooh, and also, brand new copy from our friends at Bet Online. Are you ready for this, Lofa?
0: Oh, let's go.
1: Hold on, I'm trying to. Here it is. Bet Online remains your number one source for all your sports betting this season, everything from the NFL and bowl season in college coming up oh, and also eSports they want me to tell you they also you can you can wager Lofa on eSports at betonline.ag on
0: video games
1: yeah mm-hmm <laughs> you'll always find the latest odds team matchup info player news and game trends at betonline.ag use our promo code believe 50 B-L-E-A-V 5 mm-hmm. zero. they snaked you on this one leave off the 5-0 bastards I mean, I love them. You bastards. (laughs) Go to betonline.ag. Use our promo code BELIEVE for a 50% welcome bonus. It's spelled our way, B-L-E-A-V. BetOnline, where the game starts. That's it for us. We'll see you guys later in the week for the Jets preview. Sorry for some of the discombobulation. We'll clean it up on the next episode.
2: We don't apologize, Brett.
1: There you go, Katie. All right, then I'm not sorry. There you go, Brett. Hands in the middle, everybody. Let's break it down. Take twelve, family. What do you think, Lofa? I mean, still
0: alive. We need this.
1: <laughs> no, Where that's that's, that's, that's after it. the preview episode. This one is how? This one's just called "Not Sorry." There you go. <laughs> <laughs> not sorry on me. Not sorry on three. One, two, three. Not sorry.
0: Not sorry. I'm
1: sorry. <laughs> Ryan Johnson. Not sorry.